0: Coming up, we do more of an exploration of the late model drivers chasing the cash and answer some big questions, plus details on the Race Saver Sprint Show being lost at Devil's Let's go. Today is Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. I mentioned last week that I had a few YouTube comments that I wanted to turn into show topics, and we're going to use one of those comments for today's show. About a week ago on my show about Chris Madden dropping off the World of Outlaws full-timers list, Red Road posted a comment asking several questions about the future of dirt late model racing. He said, quote, with the latest trend of the big guns choosing to race for big money and not championships, won't this leave more opportunity for up and comers and slumping drivers? Or will the purses get smaller without the big names to pull fans to the tracks? Secondly, how well is it going to work for the big guns if more big guns show up at the big money races, decreasing their chances? Will chasing the big money still be lucrative? Unquote. There's definitely a lot to unpack there with each question. This idea of some of the bigger name drivers not running tours full-time has been an ongoing theme in the late model world and something we've actually talked about quite a bit on this show. Uh, I even mentioned it on yesterday's show as well. For the most part in recent seasons, most of the top guys have either run the Outlaws or Lucas full-time, but now we're starting to see more and more of those drivers go away from the series just to chase the big money. You've heard me say these names before, but Overton, Davenport, and Owens are just a few examples. Between the shows at Eldora, like the World and Dream, the newer Flow Racing stuff, now you add in the big money XR races, plus all the regular Crown Jewels, there's plenty of opportunity through the season to make money without running a series. And if you're in certain regions of the country, there's also opportunities to go race with those series without having to travel really far, which is also a consideration here, especially in a time where fuel prices and parts and tire shortages continue to exist. The benefits of running one of the national tours has always been the points fund and the guarantees like tow money. We've even seen Lucas and Outlaws make big strides here uh, lately by bumping those points funds and adding in more bonuses and cash available to teams that run all year with them, uh, almost like loyalty programs. These moves are happening for really two reasons. The first is to obviously entice more guys to stay on as full timers, but it's also that kind of sort of trickle-down effect of there being more cash in the system because of the streaming services. These organizations can put more cash on the line to try to draw on more drivers because they're bringing in more money than probably ever before. And back to the comment and questions from Red Road. First, will these vacancies open up more opportunities for other drivers? The answer is most certainly yes. On the Outlaw side, you've seen that with the addition of guys like Kyle Hammer, Gordy Gundaker, Max Blair, and Tanner English this season. On the Lucas side, we have new guys uh, like Garrett Alberson and Dalton Wilson and Ross Robinson. English has run with Lucas before, and if you kind of pull in Ashton Winger on the Lucas side, he's run with the Outlaws before, but those guys are a couple of examples of drivers that I think they have real chances to win races and have solid seasons this year. And if some of these other guys were in the mix, there would be fewer opportunities for guys like Winger um, and Tanner English. And I think that's the deal with these touring series. You won't ever end up with more than 10 or 12 cars as series regulars because beyond that, the math just doesn't work out. If you aren't making features and getting decent finishes, you can't make enough money to make it work, even with the guarantees like the tow money. The next question was, will purses get smaller with fewer big names? I think the answer there is probably no. There's still going to be enough big names coming through, even if they aren't full-time, that you can still draw crowds and get people to tune in via streaming. The focus will shift, though, towards some of those other guys that are present, and we could see more stars maybe get created, I think. There's going to be more opportunities for some of these other guys to shine. And then the last part of the comment was how will these big guys do with more and more other big guys showing up to those big money races? Kind of sort of will this model for these guys be busted if there are too many, uh, too many battling for that same pie? And I think that's a really valid question and what I'm not sure we yet know the answer for. And I think these next two weeks uh, between what's happening at Bristol with XR and the Bristol Internationals, plus and, you know, what, with uh, with the Outlaws also racing kind of up against those events, It'll be an interesting look at what will happen, I think, maybe for the rest of 2022. With the list of heavy hitters that's headed for Bristol, will some of these other guys now reconsider and hit the Outlaw shows at Cherokee and Farmer City instead, given that there will uh, be potentially less competition but still good money to be won? You'll still see Overton and Owens and Davenport and Madden at Bristol. But the real conundrum will come kind of for that next group of guys behind those top guys what makes sense for some of those mid-tier guys or drivers that probably weren't going to win but had chances at top 10 results is it worth it for them to go lock horns with so many heavy hitters i think we'll find out that answer in the coming days as super late models join the bristol program starting friday and then the outlaws are at cherokee for two nights that could also give us some clues as to who might try and chase the full xr super series deal as well It's an interesting time in dirt late model racing for sure, and something I think we'll have to watch play out through the season. I think this move will definitely work out for some drivers, but others will definitely take a hit from the strategy. Drop me a comment, let me know your thoughts on Red Road's comments and questions. Speaking of dirt late models, um, Blake Anderson had Tyler Courtney on his show over at Flow Racing uh, within the last few days, I believe, to talk about the late model stuff Sunshine is going to do this season. Besides racing in the Million at Eldora, we will also see Courtney at the Flow Racing Night in America series show at Eldora coming up on April 12th. He'll get a chance to run that race to get some laps at the Ohio track before the Million in June. Sounds like maybe some other late model stuff is possible as well. Blake and Courtney also mentioned that we won't see Kyle Larson at the Million that week because of a wedding he's attending. I don't know if that means the whole weekend is out because that's an, uh, that Million, those two Millionettes are before the Dream. Uh, But Larson will obviously be racing in Atlanta that weekend with the cup car, so if he is going to race, plenty of complications there. If you want to watch that interview, go find Anderson410 over at flowracing.com. So far in 2022, we've been pretty lucky, I think, with racing and the parts and tire shortages, but the problems do persist, and we were reminded of that today. The Texas 305 Race Saver Sprint Nationals that was scheduled for this weekend at Devil's Bowl Speedway has been canceled because of the shortage of the right rear tires that those cars use. According to a post on the track's Facebook page, they do hope to reschedule the event for the future. It's an unfortunate consequence of the world we live in right now with the continuing supply chain issues. And it's the, I think the first racing we've lost to this type of problem uh, this season, but not the first race that we've lost uh, in the last couple of seasons. There have been lots of chatter over the past year about tires, and of engines sitting at engine builders waiting on various parts and pieces, and teams kind of mishmashing cars and parts together just to get to the racetrack. It doesn't help either that when uh, parts and tires do come available that there are those out there that buy more than they need and kind of hoard them. Sort of like the folks that buy up all the bread and milk at the grocery store before a snowstorm. That certainly doesn't help anyone, uh, and it makes these shortage problems worse. As we move through 2022, this is an area to keep an eye on on how it affects both the racers and the tracks and series. In the podcast department, there's a bunch of new stuff to check out this week. Wing Nation has Mandy Pittman, Passing Points has Grady Chandler, and then there are new episodes of the Open Red Credentials Denied show, The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, and Ohio Dirt. To see the full list of shows and episodes, hit up dirttracker.com slash podcast. And there are two shows on today's streaming schedule. XR Plus has day two of the Bristol Dirt Nationals and there's Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.